is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Man, thank you, Dallas Cowboys, for making that hellacious night game on the East Coast, which is better than the hellacious night game on the West Coast. Yeah. We got in bed about 5.30 this morning, and it's always a little bit easier to get out of bed and come to work mm. when they win. All right, I have a question for you to lead off the show. Lead off the show. Go for it. I want to know if this is okay, the way that I'm feeling right now. Oh. Nate, know. stop. Let me get it out of my mouth before you start, <laughs> ah! before you start doing this. Yeah! I am... Encouraged, okay, but I'm a little concerned and discouraged. And let me tell you why. And then you tell me if I'm justified. You're if not I'm just okay. going to enjoy this win. You're going to. I am enjoying this win. Okay, but I, I am very encouraged because they did what we needed them to do and go up there and they they beat a an okay team. I don't think the Giants are a bad team. I think they're an okay team. I think they have more talent than what they're performing to. I think they'll get it together. Might be next year, but I don't think they're terrible. They did what they needed to do. They went on the road against the team. They had some mistakes early that could have killed them. They mm-hmm. overcame those mistakes, which is why I'm encouraged because that could have gone south really fast, starting with Tony Pollard right out of the gate, Dak right out of the gate, and it's like, oh, God, here we go. This is this. It's seeming the scene of the crime. Here we go again. I'm encouraged because they overcame that, but I'm a little concerned and discouraged because I don't think they've put a complete game together, which is kind of encouraging because if they ever do, you see the potential of this team because they overcame all these negatives. I'm just kind of in the – I'm still waiting to see what what this team is. Is it the mistake-laden team and the penalties and the turnovers, or is it the team that actually can go score and – Finish the team off at the end of the game. Y'all tell, help me with this because I'm I'm torn. I'm happy. I'm happy. It's Victory Tuesday. I'm happy. But I got some concerns. Well, there's got to be concerns because these putting themselves in the hole at five games now, I think. Mm-hmm. They've started out. They've, they've been behind in the second quarter. And, uh, you know, you're, you're getting ready to face some tough teams. You're not going to be facing the Giants and Mm-mm. Dolphins and teams you can Start this week. On. Yeah. So it's definitely a disturbing trend, but I think they have the – the t- I, I would lean towards they have the talent to be encouraged, but whatever it is, it gets these off to the slow starts. They got to fix figure that out. Yeah. Jesse, are you worried? Does this anything about last night bother you? Obviously, the miscues, but yeah, that's the biggest thing for me mm-hmm. is is the the inconsistencies and the lack of attention to detail. And we hear Jason Garrett get up and I mean week after week after week. Execution, execution, execution. At some point in time, we have to stop hearing him use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. And last night, I was in my Twitter verse at Mr. Fortin Long. I was defending 
Jason yeah, Garrett. I noticed mm-hmm. that. You're you were all on board the Garrett bandwagon it's, there. Well, it's because we ran into him in the hall on Friday when we no, left. No, he, because he felt I'm, obligated. A, I'm a fair dude. And everyone wants to blame Jason Garrett for things that he should not get blamed for. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if you've talked to Jason Garrett in a private or public setting and you talk football about with him, first thing he says about football is the ball, the ball, the ball. Mm-hmm. So I know that he coaches protect the ball. The first play of the game, Dak Prescott, uh, uh, Bethea was standing right there. Like, literally, he was yeah, – I don't know right if too. Dak tried to do some miracle uh, – what was the movie where the guy shot the gun and the bullet curved? Uh, the Matrix? Whatever that movie was. They <laughs> Wanted. Wanted. Yeah. I don't know if Dak thought he was going to throw the ball and the ball was going to curve around Bethea for that slant. But he – Dak was so dead set on – he had made his mind up in the locker room. First play at the gate, I'm throwing the slant. And Bethea was sitting right there, and it... He didn't move, did he? he? Had, it was self-defense. <laughs> yeah. It was literally no. self-defense that he had to catch the football. That ain't on Jason Garrett. Yeah. Randall Cobb. That ain't on Jason Garrett. Protect the football. You know contact is coming. You know they, you, you know you're in a compromised position. Put the other hand on top of the football. Mm-hmm. I know they teach that. Sanjay Lau is a technician. Everything that he does is about the technical things of route running and protecting the football. Tony Pollard, catch the football. You, you, you would have hit your head on the goalpost on that screenplay. I know for a fact that they're teaching look the ball all the way into the catch. Mm-hmm. I know they are. So there's certain things that you can't put on Jason Garrett. That The player has to take some ownership to it. Mm-hmm. So each week we keep seeing this team shoot themselves in the foot and start slow. The great part about it is we've played teams who we just been flat out on the roster, top to bottom. We're better than. And last night was no different. Mm-hmm. There's only one guy on that, on that giant roster that you can sit there and have a legitimate argument about, is he better than the guy opposite him at his position? 26. And that's Saquon. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's not another player on the on, – that's it. So they were able to overcome that. But when good teams come around, it, it, it may not – Nate, by the way, I like the way you color-coordinated your shirt with your phone case. That's cute. That's cute. And with your <laughs> coat and tie and jacket. Yes, sir. It's, I thought about you this morning. Thank you. Kind of had a visual. <laughs> boom, boom. What are y'all talking about? Football. Welcome to the show. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank Glad you for coming in. Well, y'all want Mike? Hang with the oh, boys. The Dallas Cowboys Shannon, was in that great Kurt performance Daniels. last night. We love your thoughts. The Cowboys are on and popping. Oh, we're on. <laughs> yes, they are. I a, 70s listen, DJ here. I thought about you last night. Oh, and okay. popping. <laughs> I thought about Nate last night. Yes, sir. Uh, I thought about you too, Jesse. You have, I love you. you. You have to make a decision now. What, what decision is that? You have to make a decision on... One side of the fence that you're going to stand on. Now oh, you, the now you, no, 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 no. I'm not some of the cowboy side. I know, I know. I trust me. You're not. You're on that fence in that yard in that house. I ain't worried about that. And on the family portion. Yeah. <laughs> Little dude in the bottom over there at the corner. But you and I fought all last week about offense or defense. But you and Kurt have been fighting for two years, three years, about Ezekiel Elliott and what do you feel about him and how he gets involved. So I'm watching the game last night. I'm like, man, the defense is playing really well. Boy, so is this, so is Ezekiel Allen in this offense. 
So you got to pick a side of which, which side you're going to be on. What side you going to advocate for? I am a team player. Oh, <laughs> what is ever needed All right, at the time, Listen, Jesse? I walked in the door, so I get paid. I'll see y'all later. I'm just you know, trying to be honest with you. You know the best part of you joining the show, Jesse, is Nate is the best when he's fun, Nate. When he's not trying to be hardcore XO <laughs> football guy, he can actually have fun. That's the good. That's the Nate I enjoy. Yeah. So when you came on the show, Nate feels like he can let you talk the hardcore stuff, and then he can just be fun, Nate. That's right. So make people mad at me. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no problem. No problem. No problem. Fellas, we, this is who the Cowboys are. Uh, they just played barely enough above their competition last night to win that game. Thanks to the help of a defensive player, number 27. Who's that? Yeah, that's Jordan That's your Lewis. pet cat. Mm. Meow, meow. Yeah, yeah, he showed up on that field twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black cat and the cat at yeah. the end of the game. <laughs> anyway, they're going to play just good enough to win, you know. And God forbid that don't catch it like it did, catch up with him like it did with the Jets. But when the talent rises – now we got to see can they overcome that because they haven't. Mm-hmm. That's that. So I'm looking at the game just like y'all, like, wow, boy, a quick slant. He didn't see this guy. All right. Uh, all of a sudden, we mistouched the, the kickoff, kickoff return. Like, okay. So you, you sitting there saying, is this sleepwalking Cowboys? And all of a sudden, the defense held. We went out, got a field goal. Defense held again. Our special teams did not show up. Mm-mm. They are, they could have cost us between that and bad penalties could have cost us the game. But they overcame that because our offense came out and just started sparking. So I, I, I'm gonna take these wins as we get them, knowing that Minnesota not is the next big. Thing. You can't do that against Minnesota. Yeah, I'm, I'm praying that we had that success that the team that just played against Minnesota the week before because they broke a 91. They had some great pass. I'm hoping that our big playability. Jesse, offense, <laughs> do what they need to do. Yeah, I guess I guess that's why I'm encouraged is because if they wouldn't have had those penalties, they would have beat the brakes off of them. They would have just – Yeah, they were only stopping themselves. Or yeah, so if you can somehow figure out how to put a complete game together where you're clicking on offense and defense, you're not shooting yourself in the foot with turnovers, with bad penalties. Like, if you can do that – I mean, this is this has the potential to be a dominant team. We just haven't seen them put – other than the Eagles, they had a pretty solid game against the Eagles. They hadn't put one completely together. This is what made me laugh. Because you think – you know, Jesse, we all think – we like, okay, what are we seeing? Even with the 10 penalties, 100-plus yards of penalties, if we would have just covered on kickoff and kept them on the 25 or less – Twice they busted us down. Mm-hmm. Twice. Mm-hmm. They were out of the game both times. All of a sudden, hey, come this great kickoff return. I'm like, fellas, come on now. If you just cover, they can't go 70 yards on y'all. Just cover. And and that's the thing. And we're going to enjoy this victory. But the, the thing that concerns me, I, I look at situations. The Giants don't have a good offensive line. They have a superb back and – Saquon Barkley. Yes. But I look at if we turn the ball over in our territory against Minnesota like we did last night. They're going to make you pay. Dalvin Cook's getting in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I just I, – I, I, and I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I think if you give them the ball on the eight-yard line, 
Dalvin Cook's yeah. walking in the end zone. I just think I just think that they're going to figure out. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now you're talking about being down seven instead of being down three. The whole mindset changes. Um, I, I think if you you make those mistakes that you made in those games, that other teams turn those things into more positive points on their end than a a not quite ready Giants football team to do so. Mm-hmm. They're not ready. Minnesota's ready. The Patriots are ready. Teams like that are ready. The Rams will be – so I, I look at situations and scenarios, you talk about that, Nate, the returns and all that kind of stuff. When you keep getting the ball in your plus territory, good teams are going to turn that stuff into points. And now you'll be fighting up that uphill battle again. Um, but, you know, you play who you play and you do what you got to do, and they won. Pat Sherman, for the second time oh. in a season, thank you. Oh, for not using uh, Saquon. It's only two gripes I got. Our special teams has has to and should play better. Mm-hmm. But when you have a coach with a devastating play. Now, a wait devastating a minute, play wait a minute. He was only averaging two yards a carry. We talked before about not using Emmett, or Emmett, uh, See, Elliott because the running game ain't working. I, I Their agree. running game wasn't working. I, I agree, Kurt. But he, his biggest play wasn't a running play. His biggest play was what? A screen. screen. Right. You, you, in today's NFL, it's nowhere in the world that you have elite running back and come in on Monday morning or Tuesday morning or Friday morning saying they took him out of the game. How? Tell me how. Well, you know, they threw six passes to him, one for 65 yards. The other five gained right. two. It's called creativity. We, we we killed his group over here for it. We fired several coaches <laughs> yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pat Sherman is an offensive mind. I, give him to that kid with the 49ers. They don't deserve him. Don't even worry about it. Just give him to <laughs> that kid with the 49ers. Another thing that Pat Sherman, yeah. I, I, I thank him for as well, <laughs> what, what terrible clock management play calling you put together before the half. I mean, you called three passing plays that netted you, I think, probably zero yards, and then you – I don't know what – why would you even call a route that would allow that to be an incompletion and or interception when you know the opposing team has three timeouts left and you get the ball at half? If if nothing else, run this thing out, run some clock down, and just go into the half. Punt it away and go into the half because we – if they would have punted the ball away and Jason Guy would got the ball in the, you know, the eight-yard line with 20 seconds left, he would have sat on the ball too. And we'd mm-hmm. win in the half. But you get an interception, it's returned 29 yards. And now they're like, we got three timeouts? And you give them points? Like, you just can't give points away. You gave points away. What a horrible job. And we usually see that from the other side on our mm-hmm. side. What a horrible job by Pat Shermer to go out there and, and, and call those plays and allow your quarterback to be put in that situation before the half and to give up three points. And, and to me, that was – those were the defining moments of the game. You allowed them to score on Blake Jarwin's 40-something yard play. Now, 52 seconds. Who? All Wait, who? Who scored? Snake bag. Against the Giants? Yeah. Who? <laughs> the Giant killer. He's like the Giant oh killer. Oh, my goodness. But 52 seconds. That scramble play, Blake Jarwin for a touchdown, yeah. and then you turn around and do what you did that, and they go down and get a field goal. That's a 10-point swing. Mm-hmm. They're up one now going in the half when they what, shouldn't have been there. What was their average starting position, the, the Giants, Kurt? See, this is what made it, it's so many things that 
the Cowboys did that weren't what well, wasn't sound, especially coming off a fifteen day rest, and they still won. So if you clean up a, a handful of those things, and I'm talking about the, the penalties and the special teams play, and you're ready for Minnesota, you, you, you're ready. But if you don't, you know. And you got to add the turnovers because wherever the ball goes, that's that's the most important thing. The turnovers, limit your limit your penalties. They happen. Limit your limit your penalties. But man, that field position, you you just can't let good teams start on the thirty or the thirty-five mm-hmm. or the forty. You you got to keep them under there, man. Mm-hmm. What what was they the had, average? Well, I don't know. Have the average the you know they had the one on the eight-yard line for in Dallas. They started on their own forty-four, their own forty-eight. Twice on their own forty-eight. Wow! Everything else was they had a started on their thirty-five. Everything that, else that's was too 40. that's too good. You give the better teams in that league that type. Oh, you give them a first down already taken away. They twenty-five. It starts on the twenty-five. You kick it deep. I got the ball on twenty-five. But now I'm starting an extra ten yards. That's a, that's a that's one I don't even have to worry about. You just gave it to me on the thirty-five. Now I chunk play you for fifteen, and I'm at the, I'm at the fifty. You ain't stopping me. Now you don't. My playbook is wide open, and you don't know if I'm gonna hit you over the top. I'm with you. The better teams. That's why I'm saying the Cowboys. And I'm telling you, the coaches got to be looking and say, "Hey, fellas, we cannot start here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We cannot give. We can't average start on the 35, and we cannot turn the ball over. And our special teams have they helped us at all this year? They yeah, got made, to. I don't think they've had a turnover or made a difference. As far as yeah, coverage. either to return the ball to out to the sixty. I mean, excuse me, to the forty yeah. or, or the opponent. You you have to against the better teams in this league. You have to produce points, turnovers, or give or 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 impact that hidden yardage. Position. That hidden yardage yes, you talk about. Yes, sir. That's hidden yardage. At the end of yeah. the day, you look up and and it's all about the field position. Mm-hmm. If I can give my team the best field position, now they don't have to go. 70, right? They go 40 or 50 or 60. It may not sound like a lot right now, but when you look up and you go, man, 10 yards here, 80, uh, 20 yards here, 15 yards here, 12 yards here. At the end of the game, you look up and it's 200 yards of hidden yardage that doesn't go on anyone's stat sheet. Mm-hmm. But that's, that you, yeah, that's 200. That I don't have to make mm-hmm. up. Yep. Because on this one play, I got all this hidden yardage that people don't really talk about. Uh, that much, but you trust me, it, it it affects the way you call plays. When you backed up, your play calling gets real, real, you know, vanilla. I want to go with the short shot, try to break one, because you always see when, when someone's backed up, what well, they always say, get a first down. Mm-hmm. If I get a first down, I get some breathing room because I'm not pinned up against the end zone. Mm-hmm. So if I don't have to start backed up or pinned up, now I'm able to do different things. I'm able to drop back. I'm able to do this, that, third. So you got to just be, you know, be mindful of that hitting yards that most people don't talk about when it comes to the special teams play where they just think, oh, kick it off or punt it or do whatever you got to do. But that hitting yardage, man, those returns, uh, you know, pinning someone back. Because if you pin someone back, now they got to go 90. Now they got to go 80. And if they don't go that, then when they punt it to you, you get it on your 40, which means you're right there in plus territory after one chunk 15-yard play. Mm-hmm. So, All right, let's take a quick break. I just want to know if I was justified in being 
Now we'll come concerned. back and celebrate the Cowboys. We're going <laughs> to celebrate this victory. We got our. Oh, I've always been celebrating. Y'all can stop. Most of our, <laughs> most of our concerns out of the way. When we come back, we'll keep most the second. Most of seconds. your concerns. You just stop. Just stop right now. You've got concerns about this team. You just said it. You got your Minnesota Vikings purple on at the beginning of the week. Ooh, you bro. can't even celebrate Ooh, this victory. That I'm is already true. turning the page. I'm just Ooh, letting y'all no. know. Black and blue is coming, you baby. You get 24 hours, oh. Nate. This nah. is our 24 hours. Nah. We'll be back. Black and blue, baby. And keeping it positive. Hanging with the boys. The Cowboys way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like where we're all defined by one single thing the star where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going bank of america is proud to be the official bank of the dallas cowboys and to support the quest of living life the cowboys way what would you like the power to do bank of america copyright 2019 bank of america corporation hey cowboys fans if you're thinking about attending a game this season visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today stay at the team hotel have dinner with a cowboys legend and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me an Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. Kurt, you want to take this one? or? Sure. Tailgating can be sweaty work. The unloading, the grilling, the games. Cornhole! Make sure your tail remains sweat-free with Tommy John, the breathable moisture-wicking underwear that keeps you two to three times cooler than regular cotton. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. There you go. There you go. All right. Oh, before we start the next segment, we had a... We had a few listeners that were at the game. Hey, you run into them? What's your name? What's your name, James? Uh, Costas that calls in. Costas from New York. G from New York that calls in. And then we had a couple of other, I can't remember their names, a a gentleman from Arizona and then another guy. How many wins do we have on the year? How many what? Wins. Five. Five. How many points we scored in those wins? Per game, uh, per 30. 27, 30. No, in over, the wins. In the wins. In the wins over 30. Hmm. Speaking of. A Disney character told me that. Never mind. Speaking of, the total points <laughs> scored yesterday were 55. <laughs> guess who on this show guessed the total points oh, at 55? Really? That was you? It was me. Nice. I had the closest score. 31 to 24 is what I called it. It was 37-18. Kyle was kind of close, 27-24. Jesse was close, 24-17. You didn't get my score. Because you weren't here. 
It was thirty-seven eighteen. <laughs> yeah. You should have texted that in so we could verify that. Thirty points a game or more is what the Cowboys need, man. They got to win. Yeah. I tell you what. What do you think about that play that uh, Antoine Woods ran down Daniel Jones from behind? Wasn't late to that play, was he? <laughs> huh? Hey. Hello. All right. So you earn more playing time. There you go. All right. So we got our concerns out of the way. What were what were your big positives in this game, Kurt? What are the, what are the good things you, you well, felt the, good about in this game? The biggest I thought was the defensive line. I yep. mean, like Nate was talking about last week, Bennett really made a difference. He uh, mm. forced the forced the action. What four quarterback hits? I think it was mm-hmm. a sack. I mean, he was he was a difference maker in there. And tackle for loss. Yeah, and uh, whether it was because of him or or whatever, Lawrence. Just like he did against Philadelphia, he looked like he had an, another level he was playing at. So they put pressure on him all, all night. Five sacks overall. It was a good effort. He had absolutely no desire whatsoever to even attempt to speak to the media after the game. Really? What? Everybody was crowded around his locker. He got ready with his back, packed all his stuff up, turned around. Mike Fisher tried to ask him a question. He just walked right on past him. Said, "I get y'all next week." Mm. No desire. Didn't want any part of that. Interesting. What were your positive, Jesse? Sean Lee. Hey, Holy yeah. smokes. Hey, where'd go. that come from? Return oh. of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes, man. You think, you know, go ahead. Well, you think he's a guy that he just needs to play. You know, he, he he's better in that he gets into the flow of the game the more he plays, that kind of thing. I think it's any player, like yeah. any player. But the thing with Sean Lee is the more you play him, the closer you are to breaking him. Right, that's, <laughs> that's what history says about Sean Lee. Right. The more you play him, the closer he is to being broken. But in that, you know, I guess the Cowboys been kind of subsequent, subsequently doing load management because you've had Leighton Vanderesh, so he hadn't had to play as many snaps. So he's kind of been getting load management all year long. Yeah. The question, like the the non question with Sean Lee is never does he know the game up top from mm-hmm. shoulders up. I have absolutely no doubt Sean Lee knows what he's doing, know how to diagnose it, and know where's to be. It's the hamstring. It's the it's it's the neck down. Mm-hmm. Something from the neck down will go on us. And he left that game with the uh, was it a shoulder or arm injury at some point in time in that game mm. at at the end of the Giants game. Did he? So for Sean Lee, it's like I know he knows where to be, what to line oh, yeah. up, what to do, how to diagnose it, how to get people in place. But you know, at some point in time, just his body fails him. But I was excited to see Sean Lee out there last night, man, making plays, looking youthful, looking yeah. looking like one of the young boys, not the old man of the group. So that was a that was a surprising thing for me to see Sean Lee step in there for Leighton Van Der Esch and, and kind of pick up where he's you know where yeah. we know he's left off to be. Yeah. Sounds like I, he may have to do it this week too. Yeah, and I I hate I hate that his body has failed him because. Yeah. There's nobody that works harder over there right. in that locker room and knows the game and loves the game and respects it. Like he, you talking about having potential Hall of Fame career if his body would have would have, you know, held up. Yeah, I mean it's it really it's really frustrating. Nate, bright bright spot for you besides your shirt. Hey! Well, and that smile that you came in here with, you and what, your brown man, eyes. It was just really <laughs> excited to see the black cat run out and, <laughs> and dare anybody to touch him. Was that was a mean looking cat. Listen, oh, that's a Jersey cat for dude. you right there. Look at, look at him, man. Look at him. That's look a, a, that's a thick is. Jersey cat right there. Yeah, he was big. Everybody would come and sit and move it back the other way, like, nah, nah, yeah. man. I, so, tell, I tell you what, the way that 
the posture. If yeah, anybody at attempted tail, yeah. to touch that cat, look at his tail. Though. He like he read it. They were either getting the business in or they were getting the paws. <laughs> they were getting something because that cat was not joking around, man. Look at that. How did he get out? I don't even know. Is that whoa? He ran, the tunnel, he, ran the tunnel. The, he ran into the thing. There's Jeremiah. Wow, look at that Jeremiah guy. Jeremiah said, go. if I just sit still, he right? Right? won't even <laughs> jump <laughs> on him. But nah, man. What were y'all doing in the studio when that was going on? Oh, man, we just laughing. Because they showed one dude for the Giants, like, wow. But the dude was doing wow for something else, but they made it connect with the camera. But I, I just like that they handled the adversity. And, and in the second half, they came out, and we got a chance to see the Cowboys, you know, score some points, make some plays. Uh, I'm with you guys. It's a lot that we have to clean up. A, a lot that you, it's too much to, to to put on the list, and it's too much for a coach out to go through. So they got to pick what they think most important and try to clean that up. But I just felt we had to go in there and get that victory. You know, we could not come out of there saying, "Oh my God, not again." We went in there and got that victory. I'm happy. I mean, I was waving at people today, going out on the highway. People was letting me merge into traffic with no problem. <laughs> so you weren't grumpy uh, Nate today? No, nah, they wasn't grumpy humans oh. <laughs> today. I'm always happy. I'm going to find a way to be, you know, excited about life. But, it, brother, it, we got this victory. We, yeah. Well, excuse me. They got this victory. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I was a part of it, you know. And I'm just happy. I mean, even Kurt can't get me today. Let's try something. No. Nah. Are you wearing nail polish? Who me? Nah, nah, I get my nails done every now and then. You do you? Can't. I look good. They do. They look great. Yeah. I was I was admiring them, but that's not polish. They're shiny. No, they, they just they, they, they just buff them. Yeah, put a little stuff on them and you know keep them keep them looking nice. It's man. called yeah. nail polish. Yeah, you have nah, fingernail nah, polish. Nah, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, I don't put on nail polish. They put something on it, but it ain't nail polish. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can actually get them buffed. With the same mm. kind of, ver- yeah, yeah the think. little the little buffer yeah, thing, yeah, yeah it makes them shine them up. Let's see, we buff him. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> do you still get go. pedicures all the time? I do. I How do. often do you get a pedicure? Uh, probably about every two three weeks. I really, get me too, yeah. bro. You I got tell to. you what, if if you are a guy or a girl and have never gotten a, a pedicure, pedicure whoa. if you're if you're I've if you've never, never gotten one, you've never gotten one. We need to go. Yeah, we do. It's it's weird the first time you go because it's totally not set up for. Like men, it's totally yeah. there's wine and there's champagne and there's some places have cheese. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you're walk in and you're if you, if if you go go with the wife because it'll make you no, feel go better. by yourself. Go by yourself. Yeah, listen, <laughs> just go. Getting your manicure, and your pedicure is a relaxing moment. It, it totally is. Well, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to anyone. Just explain to them what I want. I sit back. I grab the the thing, the remote, put the chair back. Oh, the chairs. Hit the massager. Mm. <laughs> Let them do what they got to do. And if you do it, you got to do. You got to go all out. You got to get yeah. the stones and the and the hot and the wax <coughs> and the massage. And the wax, yeah. the they got so many different things that you can do. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. You got to do it, Kurt. <laughs> then when you get used to doing it. Then you miss like a, like three weeks and you get a little hangnail. They got to yeah, get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And see, people want to talk to you. I ain't hit a. No. Like, people got mad at me. I told the people, I said, Nah. If y'all want to continue to see me. And you want to help your business? Wait till I walk out and say that was Nate Newton. Don't tell these folks who I am so I cannot relax mm-hmm. because they, they goes your tip. I say, if you think your 7 to $8 tip is worse than me being bothered by these people, I say, have at it. <laughs> you know, now, the first time the lady did that, she didn't get a tip. I'm like, hey, I did what you needed me to do. I talked to this lady over here, and, and 
I was disturbed. That was the tip? Yeah, so that's the tip. <laughs> tip to you, man. Yeah. Don't disturb me next time. That's the tip. Excuse me. Because that is, that is not – when you go there and women – you see a lot of women. You mm-hmm. see few men, but they go there. Some of them just love to talk to the person that's working on mm-hmm. them, but they're in their own world. Oh yeah, you know everybody's in. The, y'all know that the guys who do, but bro, go get. You need put, to do it. Take yeah. your music, your hang, your head banging music. <laughs> no, <laughs> take your magazine. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because I, I'm touching my feet. My feet are super sensitive. Like when I was a kid, yeah. I couldn't trim my toenails too short because it would bother me. Right. When they go to scrubbing on my feet, man. my feet go to just jumping. Like I almost kick them in the face. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's right. heel, like, when they oh. get that heel, oh, the, okay, the heel's the okay. It's the, it's never the other part. I thought this would be part of our Giants Cowboys. No, well, hey, sorry. Well, okay. well, they should have got their heels and they should have got <laughs> manicured. <laughs> my pause is probably the same thing as Nate. goes along the line of Nate. You still beat a, you still beat a team you should have beaten even though you started out slow. Yeah. You tried to shoot yourself in the foot. If you can just put it together, like this is a really, really good football team. I, I'm, I am encouraged. I'm encouraged. Yes. What else? What else stood out? I also to you, like the they were. I thought they were real balanced on offense. You know, that Zeke set up the pass well. They, you know, I thought Dak was wasn't at his best. He was a little off on his deep throws, yeah. especially a lot of his stuff mm-hmm. was underneath. Uh, oh, that one to Cooper where he split the defenders. And he had him in the end zone, and he overthrew him by a few feet. Yeah. Can I make that a declaration? Nice. Yes. Ooh. All right. Uh oh. Here we go. Can I make a declaration? Good music here, Kyle. Amari Cooper's one. Of... Is that? A... I don't know that declaration <laughs> music, but so we'll go with it. <laughs> we don't talk about it enough. His route running. Football horny makes me makes me football horny. His route running. Amari Cooper's one of the best two or three receivers, four receivers in the National Football. I'm with you. Like I, maybe it's because his of his demeanor. He doesn't talk much. He, he doesn't have the commercials, and he doesn't have the outlandish things, or, or he doesn't make the you know the crazy catches. Mm-hmm. Watch Amari Cooper work. He never looks rushed. He never looks like he's in a hurry. He never looks uh, uh, bothered. He never looks like he's battling with someone. Everything is so effortless. He's he's one of the best route runners in all of football. Your Odell's, your Julio's, your your ABs when he's in and out of football. You name them. I'm willing to put Amari Cooper, I'm willing to say, all right, let's talk about it. He can run routes with anyone. And he has, he has, he has the kind of speed. Uh, I played with Felix Jones. And it's kind Felix, of sneaky speed. Isn't it, it doesn't look like he's running fast, right. mm-hmm. but you, the guys don't catch him. Yeah. He runs away from people and not like he's <laughs> like, he just looks like I'm cruising. I got a good stride going on. And you just see the gap just get wider and wider and wider and wider. Cause I used to watch Felix Jones. I'm like, you're not you're not running fast, but no one Nobody ever caught, caught you. Yeah. And we just I don't know why he's not in the conversation. I'm not talking about career wise, you know, n- numbers, whatever. Currently, right now, Amari Cooper is one of the top three, four receivers in the entire National stats. Football Receiver League stats. as a Yards. football player. Like he is, that dude's nice, man. What is it about him? He looks different than any other receiver that I've seen. When he goes to cut, he sells it a certain way. Is it his head fake? Is it his shoulders? It's how does, everything. How does he? Because it looks different. He has the he has uh, what you call body control. Mm-hmm. His body control is so superb. He he doesn't look like he's arms aren't flailing. There is zero wasted movements. Everything that he does is precise 
Everything that he does, it's 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 compact. There isn't a lot of unnecessary movement in his route running. And if if you could get more guys to do what he's doing and run it, like that is the essence of football route running. There isn't a lot of movement that's wasted. There isn't a lot of extra steps. He's not out of control. He gets to the point and gets out of that break. He does his move, and when he does it, he sells it one, two, three. The sluggo, head and shoulders, eyes in. Boom, outside. I'm just saying, I'm not. That's not a homer call. Mm-hmm. That's not a uh, you know the Cowboys pay you Jesse, so you got to say no. I am willing to put him up. Let's put on the tape. Route running, 101. Amari Cooper is one of the best receivers in the national, and I'm not talking about seven, eight, nine. I'm talking about two, three, four. Period. Who's your number one? Still my Amari Cooper. Still might be Julio. <laughs> Still might be Julio. <laughs> Not, oh, Michael Thomas, maybe. Amari Cooper. <laughs> I mean, this dude just sat here for five minutes and kissed him. I love you, Amari. I'm not trying to say it's a declaration that, that, that I'm going to sign my life over you and my firstborn, but you, 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 boy, you all it, man. That's what you just did. I mean, they're not going to say it, but, I, hey, I, I just don't want to lie to the listener. Mari's eighth in receiving yards. Remember, he had one game where he basically didn't have any. He's 701. He is tied for fifth in touchdowns. He's tied for, uh, let's see, he is tied for second in 40-yard play, uh, gains of at least 40 yards. He's tied for fifth in gains of at least 20 yards. So Can I make a declaration? Impact. Yeah, Can I make please. A declaration? Declare. You know, I just – I love you guys, man. I just want to say that. Oh, and I'm good. Uh, I got to leave early. <laughs> How early? About about two minutes. Let's go to break so Nate can leave. We'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Before your next AT&T Stadium barbecue, gear up with OtterBox, the official outfitter of tailgating. It starts with the Venture Cooler. Built tough in America, Venture keeps ice for days and days. Or stay light on your feet with Trooper Soft Coolers, perfect for packing in your signature side dishes. Tailgating wouldn't be complete without a beverage soap Pour one into the OtterBox Elevation Tumbler. It keeps your drinks frosty and toasty. Discover more about OtterBox line of tailgate essentials at OtterBox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, Ready, 
Download the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back and we are nateless. Feel naked. Join us November 9th, that is Saturday, on Tostitos Championship Plaza for the, the Salute to Service Plaza Party. Enjoy live entertainment, military ceremonies, Dallas Cowboys alumni autographs, and more. After the event festivities, the star will be hosting the top two Madden players as they face off in the EA Sports Madden NFL 20 Club Championship presented by Spire. Come check it out. It's going to be cool. There's a new... Uh, Wahlburgers that opened up out here at the Star. Oh, did you run over there? We tried to go take the uh, programming and social team over there to eat, and it was so packed. Like, really? the line was out the door. Oh, wow. They're having some kind of conference out here, so they're, mm. I think everybody went over there to eat, so we didn't get to try it out. I know. We got that scrub Nate out of here. We can really have a good show. We can talk about Let's football. Do it. Let's do it. No. Instead of doing bits the whole the whole show. I'm playing. No. Shout out to Nate. Scrub. Nate. Ah, uh, scrub. Um, oh, an interesting stat. You guys will probably get a kick out of this. Do you know that there's an ongoing kind of debate in the locker room on who the uh, who the fastest player is on the team? Have y'all it? heard this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, thought it was Brown. Not Anthony Brown says he is. Cheeto says he is. Jordan says he is. Tavon has to have a say in this too, right? I, I don't know if it's. Boy, did, you, did you see Lewis on his return? Boy. Brown was catching up with him. Was he? Oh, yeah. Well, here's it. Here's no, that was a Wuzier. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> here's an interesting stat. Now, this is a legit stat. So we do on social media every either the day or two days after the game, we do a thing for, for Gatorade that's called Next Gen Stats. So our statistic, statistician over on the football side, he'll send us probably seven or eight different stats. And you know what? I should start reading these on the show every week because they're actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go down the list, but I'm going to save the most interesting one for last. Some of these are complicated as hell, and I'm probably just going to gloss over them like this first one. Dak Prescott's the only quarterback to outperform expectations based on completion probability <laughs> in every game this season. Wait, I just want to read this to t- let you know how complex mm-hmm. this is. Over the first nine weeks of the season, he ranked second in CPOE, completion percentage over expected, <laughs> completing 69.6% of passes with an expected completion percentage of 62.4% for a CPOE oh of God. plus 7.2, <laughs> or about 20 completions more than expected. He also ranks first in pass success rate and third in yards the per The nerds attempt. have taken over football. That's Okay, so I'm going to read, taking over read the ones that aren't as complicated. God. Here's the more simple ones. Ezekiel Elliott finishes the week ranked third in rushing yards and third in rushing success rate, all while facing the second-highest loaded box percentage of the week. That's pretty interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Mari Cooper was the Cowboys' fastest ball carrier of the week, hitting a top speed of 20.29 miles per hour on his 45-yard touchdown reception from Dak. Byron Jones, this is very interesting, covered a distance of 1,566 yards throughout the game, more than any other player. Uh, The Cowboys' defense generated five sacks tied for – uh, first for the week across all teams, 14 pressures, tied for fourth across all teams, and forced two fumbles and had one interception. Jalen Smith and Sean Lee combined for 24 tackles, more than any other linebacking duo in the league this week. Um, and here's the most interesting fun fact. On Jordan Lewis's scoop and score at the end of the game, and this is a legit stat, on Jordan Lewis's <laughs> scoop and score at the end of the game, Chidobe Awuzie reached a max speed of 21 
1.46 miles per hour when running down the field to celebrate with Cheeto in the end zone. This was the fastest speed of the game by any player. So get you a hype man like Cheeto that actually ran faster than he ran the entire game to go celebrate with Jordan. I thought that was the funniest thing I've read in a while. That's, That's pretty good. awesome. And if you go watch, watch our Instagram story from last night when they're celebrating, um, I think it was when Xavier – had his pick or whatever, and he and he jumps up and he like side bumps somebody. Cheeto comes in to high five him and completely misses him and jumps completely through the frame and doesn't touch anybody. And then he said he he hit the ground and fell and had to roll to keep from just like completely busting his ass. So, so. nobody does a vertical jump nice. on those things either in next gen stats. Oh, that yeah. would be a good one. Surprised. That yeah, would be a really the, good on one. On the celebration of yes. yeah. so Xavier <laughs> Woods, he had a vertical <laughs> jump of thirty two inches. Mm. Are you are you are you awesome. feeling good about Xavier Woods now? You think he's he's the guy they thought he would be? He's grown into that. I never had a problem with Xavier Woods. Well, I think there were some questions in the past years about what it's, he, it's what funny, would he be. It, it's funny how the game changed in a good way on the defensive side of the ball when a set player went out of the game. No one never wanted anyone to get hurt, but I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ooh. When Jeff Heath went out. Whoa, turnovers. Wow. Mm. No big plays. Hmm. Hmm. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying how the game played out. One guy goes out, and all of a sudden, the back end of that defense begins to play a lot better. Will we ever know? Because yeah. can you ever s- can, can you see them making a change or at least limiting snaps at that position? Next year. Yeah. Not this year, though. Oh, no, right? no. Uh, I mean, no. I was a little surprised Jordan Lewis saw so much time. I mean, I, maybe Brown was still coming off his injury, but no, they said he was fully. He was a healthy, yeah. healthy for the game, right? I was going to ask you guys that. Is Lewis this, played seventy-one percent of the snaps. Is this kind Brown of Brown played seven? A turning point to where they're like, okay, we've seen too much from this guy to say keep saying no. Yeah, we said it. I said it to you guys last week. If we see it, and I deem Rod and I deem Chris way smarter than me, mm-hmm. than you, than you, at what they do. If we see it, right, and we've been calling for it, and everyone else has been calling for it, they have to see it. And I guess they got to a point where they was just like, "Okay, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. let's let's give this guy a shot. And if it doesn't work out, we can always go back to what we originally went with. But every time, it seems like there are certain people in whatever sport that you play in that the ball finds them in a positive way." Mm-hmm. It's like you all, all the time. You always have that friend that whether it's pickup, ball, or whatever, they're always around the ball making. And you've always got the friend that if somebody's on the ground hurt, it's like, oh, that's just Corey. That's right. just so-and-so. <laughs> we don't even have to look. Yeah. We know it's that it's guy. It's an ankle. It's yeah. every week. Yeah. He'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But with Jordan, the ball finds him in a positive way mm-hmm. whenever he's on the field. He's always in the, in the mix of making a positive play for the defense. That's not coincidence when it happens over and over and over and over and over again. Like, the dude has something. And I guess they finally was like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and give him a shot. You know who else has got something, and he's starting to show that something a little more and more? He's still really raw and, and has to figure it out because he had some mis- major miscues in this game. But Tony Pollard, man, he's mm-hmm. he's got something. Yeah. And if he can just get that experience and get that trust and, and start – leave the mental stuff out of it, that dude, I tell you what, 
you got him and Zeke in that backfield, you can do some stuff with those guys. That's that, always an interesting thing to me man. because every time I think about giving Tony the Pollard the ball, I think about not giving Zeke the ball. Yeah, that's a great point. Be, right? So it's like it's going to be a hard balance. It's, sure. that's a, that's a, Isn't that a great problem to have, though? It's a great problem to have, but it's always it's, it's a terrible problem to have because you go, man, if that was Zeke, he would have gotten yeah, you always he'd think, have caught you, that ball. You he always think, yeah. you know, I I don't think Zeke has the shiftiness and burst that Tony Pollard had. That mm-hmm. could be youth or just you know physically just gifted in that area. But every time I think about man, the more plays they drew up for Tony Pollard, the more plays that Zeke Elliott doesn't get the football, and that sometimes can be a, a delicate balance. To, Maybe that to, helps to, in the long run, kind of keep him. A little bit of wear and tear off him. A little load management. I don't know. Yeah. Are, are you seeing them do stuff? Wait, I want to ask a question before I forget that. I'm going to go back to that. What was going on? I couldn't tell on the field with all the damn fights. What was what was happening? Like it was this, Hernandez was in almost all of them, yeah, right? All of them. Was was he starting stuff? What what was going on? Yeah, he started the the first penalty on Xavier Woods. Yeah. He came in and kind of hit he him. He was the first one in, yeah. But the ref only caught Xavier coming back at him. Mm-hmm. He was instigating all of them, but he was always the first one to instigate, and the refs mm-hmm. caught the second guy. Which is the way it always works, right? You get Probably hit, just, don't you know, hit back. Frustration. He was getting his butt whipped all night by mm-hmm. the defensive line. I mean, I don't know what else it would have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing – this is a question I was going to ask before. Are you seeing them do different things on the offense? Are they doing different things, or are they doing the same things? It's just starting to work now. Mm. As far as motion and maybe packages and things like that, no, a lot of times, like as far as the motions and the packages, they've done the kind of the same thing. One of the things that I saw last night, and even mm. they picked it up on TV, was what I've been screaming about for the last four weeks. As you see Dak coming up to the line of scrimmage, changing plays. Yeah, it seemed like he did that quite a bit last night. Yeah, mm. it was like, you no, know, it's not a good play to you know come yeah. in. And then Jason Garrett was on the uh, the Cowboys flag station today. And he talked. They asked him about it, and he was just saying like, "Well, that's that's in play for him. We want to see him do that, and not necessarily mm. just going and changing the play. But he his job is to put us in the best position possible, despite what we may call as a quarterback. His job is to put us in the best position to succeed. Um, and I, I, I do. I think a lot of that comes on Dak is putting the team in the proper position to succeed. And I, you saw a lot of that." Last night, where he was just coming up, changing plays, calling stuff. You see him, you know, going across his chest, calling plays, hand signaling guys, and getting guys in the right, uh, uh, in the right places. So for me, that part was different. You just saw him doing that a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope this continues. Anything you want to add before we get out of here, Kurt? Anything you want to talk about? Just uh, I thought. We we didn't mention. I don't know if we mentioned it before, but just I thought the offensive line was really strong. Yeah, I was going to ask you what, what you guys thought about they, that. They, that's uh, one of the I mean, hard on the field. That's one of the hardest things to watch and evaluate because there's so much going on and it's all jumbled and you're at a weird yeah. angle of seeing how the D line and the offensive line block or or. I think the pressure. Giants didn't have a terrible defensive line. They just picked up that Williams guy. So mm-hmm. I thought they. I mean Zeke ran for his most yards this year. Dak wasn't sacked. I mean it was a. It was a good effort by that group, I thought. I was I was pleased. Yeah. Anytime your quarterback doesn't get sacked and your running back goes for over 100 yards, mm-hmm. you know, every room has those boards. Linemen, receivers, they have these they have these boards and they have these goals that they want to reach every single week. And I, for linemen, it's, of course, no penalties. Well, that wasn't yeah. achieved. But giving up no sacks. They give up no sacks. 
you know, quarterback hits. They gave up a couple of those. Did your running back throw uh, run for 100 yards? Yes. Did your quarterback throw for 200 yards? Yes. Did you guys throw for a touchdown and run for a touchdown? Yes, yes. So all of that stuff in those boxes, they got checked off because of, of their performance. So the, to me, overall, they and they'll tell you you can't judge a lineman off one play. Mm-hmm. You got to judge them off 65 or whatever amount of times that they play. Overall, last night, they were solid. That was a solid group. They had running lanes for Dak, passing time for uh, uh, for running lanes for Zeke, passing time for Dak, and that's all you can ask for from an offensive line. Having a guy like Frederick in there make it easier f- in any way for Dak to change the play? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How? Because, because when he changes it, you only got a certain amount of time, right? When God break the huddle, it's probably, let's just say, give or take 16, 17, 18 seconds left to go on the mm-hmm. clock. So when I'm coming up there changing, I need a guy who, one, knows what I'm talking about. Two, knows exactly the right call to get everyone up. Like, he is he is the quarterback of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. So when he hears the call, he then now echoes it out to everyone else and get everybody lined up and where they're supposed to go. So to have someone who's experienced enough to just like, uh, he ain't guessing, he's like, oh, check, check, check. Hey, boom, we're sliding here. We're doing this. We're doing that. That is, that is huge to an offensive so line. when Dak checks out of a play – He's organizing the running back and the receivers and letting them know. The center's letting the offensive line know, hey, here's how the scheme changed. Yep. That's what we're doing. Yep. Does he do that through coded words or is there signals or hand signals? I mean, I, well, the, they'll surely he's it. not just saying, let's slide this way. No, the, you know, yeah. you got some, usually the R words or words that have R in it are for the right or L oh, words okay. or, or words that have L in it will be for the left. So if you're sliding one way or another, you use those type of words. But also changing the blocking scheme. Right when when Dak when Dak rechecks the mic, the linemen's change. If Dak goes fifty five the mic, and then he goes check 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 forty sevens the mic. Well, guess what? These guys their blocking scheme now changes. Hmm. Well, who who expressed that to all the offensive linemen? Travis Frederick. He's now saying, okay, we're going here. We're doing this. We're doing that. So that everyone is lined up in proper places. If it's a pass play, it's a run play. Now we know who to block, who to go to, and guys know their assignment so that this play can be successful. Hmm. It's as simple as just saying, Zach, you got this guy, and I mean, or surely it's more deceptive, I guess. And like, if he changed the play, you know, Zach, when 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 Dak goes check, 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 uh, you know, fifty-five to Mike, he'll go fifty-five to Mike, he'll go, then Zach will go. All right, cool, forty-seven's down, forty-seven down. Now he knows we're counting him down. We're counting now. Forty-seven is now in our. Our counting numbers as far as the five, four here. That's five. Most likely, I got five. Okay. Now they now the back knows. Hey, here's a new mic. You have this guy. We have this guy. Now everyone knows. Okay, on this blocking scheme, if he has a mic, then the tackle and guard will go and go do this or that, and the other tackle and guard will go this or that. So it's all about now getting the right people in place to know where the back ha- who he has to pick up and block, who the center has, who the guard has, so on and so forth. Always wanted to do a story on the the world in there, the communication on the linemen, and how it's it's not just big guys hitting each other. There's so much thought that goes into it. I don't I don't know if they'd ever talk about it, but it's a fascinating how they just set all that up. If you just if you just like get a camera on the offensive line, it's like a it's like a line dance to see how if someone pulling how someone has to replace him. It's it's really interesting to watch how them they work. trade off blocks. Oh, and it's it's really it's, it's it's they don't get enough credit for their athletic ability. They don't get enough credit for what they have to do in the trenches with another three hundred pound dude rumbling down on mm-hmm. them. But to have the synchronized steps 
Think about I got another dude whose foot is literally sitting right here, and we're stepping at the same time, setting, or passing a guy off when they do a tackle. When a dude switches, boom, I push him in, I catch a guy. It's it's really an interesting thing to watch those guys work, those those big dancing pandas in there. <laughs> dancing pandas. I like it. I'm going to start. Kurt, do you want to be the first signature on my – I think our our pleas and our cries for Jordan Lewis to get more playing time is starting to pay off. I think someone on that side yeah. of the building is, is listening to the show. Probably. I'm going to start a petition to get Blake Jarwin more playing time. All right. Whether that's figuring out – um, new formations to get an extra tight end or not because I don't think he's going to push anybody that's ahead of him out of the way for playing time. So, but I want to get him on the field more often. Do you want to sign it? Be the first person oh, to sign course. it. Yeah, we talked I'm to him. Board. He showed up to the plane, and you know he's been growing these golden brownish locks <laughs> since the off season. And he came in and he had like it was all cut off, and we were like, "What happened?" And he goes. Because he talks about he's going to let it grow the whole year. And he goes, I went in and asked her to give me a trim, and this is what happened. She cut all his oh, hair off. No. And I said, well, you realize if you go for, like, 120 and two touchdowns, like, you got to keep it like this. He's like, oh, yeah, if that happens, yeah. <laughs> so he tried. He was one for one for 42 <laughs> and a touchdown. So they got it to him more. Not Who bad. knows what would have happened? Yeah. Yeah. The Cowboy Killer. Man. Giant no, killer. Giant killer. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of Golden <laughs> Tate catching that pass over. Byron Jones and the same pretty same thing happened that whenever that happened to Brandon Carr with OBJ, yeah. beautiful catch, but they still lost the game. Mm-hmm. Hold that L, bro. Yes, sir. Well, Kurt, thanks yes, for being sir. here, man. Jesse, we'll take calls tomorrow uh, since we got kind of a weird schedule this week. Short so week. Call us tomorrow, Kyle. Thanks for manning the ship. Caden, thanks for staying away. Caden, what's up? Thanks for joining us a little bit and earning your money for walking through the door. We'll be back tomorrow, normal time, one o'clock. Right, Rodgers, we got a seat for you right here. Hang it with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?